Welcome to Embrace Your Brain with Dr. D. Joy Coulter. These short weekly brain bits give you fresh glimpses into how your mind works and how to develop its natural brilliance. Welcome to the podcast. Today's topic, kids, growth spurts, and COVID. We know kids have missed a year of school, but we're not quite sure how much it matters. And actually, it probably depends a lot on how old the child is. Was it a brain or body growth spurt year, or was it a skill-building year? There is a pattern to how the brain and body grow, and typically they take turns. But sometimes there's a balanced year or two in between those spurts. The timetable is pretty fixed, though, so let's look at this amazing pattern. The very beginning one, from birth to two, is obviously the body's turn. The brain's coming along with it, but the body is going through staggering changes. And after that comes a brain growth spurt. From two to three, sometimes it's three to four, language hits. It depends on the wiring in the brain. It has nothing to do with whether they're intelligent or not. It's just if the wiring is hooked up, language begins. And it's staggering how much language they can build in that period of time. It's important that we spend the time to talk to our children during that time because that's how they can develop. Once language has set itself in, though, we have a nice balanced year. Typically, it's between three and four where the language has happened, the body isn't going through staggering growth spurts, and it's kind of pleasant. It's a smooth developmental childhood play year. The next turn, from four to six, is supposed to be the body's turn, the body needs to seek out a lot of rhythmic activity in order to get the frontal lobes stimulated because later they're going to come in very handy when it comes to higher level thinking. And four to six is when the body primes it. Sometimes we're having kids sit an awful lot in kindergarten and first grade, which doesn't make a whole lot of sense because we're missing the physical part of those years. The next huge thing that comes along is between six and seven. And that's a major upgrade, as if you just changed hard drives in the brain. And now you can think about cause and effect. Real reasoning begins. In fact, probably about half of the population settles for this particular hard drive for the rest of its life. It's so important that the next podcast is going to be a rebroadcast of why turning seven is huge so that you can listen to that and see if you're supporting your seven-year-old well enough. Let's say that worked out well, and now we have a child who's starting to become going to eight and ten, and they can think, and they say, if this, then that, and they say they've got the world figured out, and they begin to tell you why they should get a cookie or not, and that's from eight to ten. That's a fairly smooth childhood time, Great for practicing, developing physical skills, social skills, and thinking skills. Get the timetables down, get your sports skills up, anything that requires repetition and practice and development. After that, it's a tricky time. From 11 to 12 is supposed to be the brain's turn. It can't go earlier because it's waiting for certain wiring. It has to have 11 and 12. If it gets it, if it's the brain's turn, 
It's a great leap forward. I mean, that is a spectacular hard drive getting put in. And now, what we would call formal reasoning can kick in. It's the kind of thinking you're going to need if you want to go to college, or if you want to have a professional job or be a leader in something complicated. However, 11 and 12 is a super fragile time. Because sometimes adolescence is competing with it. We're getting kids going into adolescence younger and younger. Used to be 13 and 14. That's okay because the brain got its turn. But what if adolescence is trying to kick in at 11 and 12? It wins, and the brain misses that incredible opportunity. As a parent, you might be concerned and try to say, how can I protect this window? There's going to be a handout on the website called Protecting the Brain's Turn, and you can go to it and download it for free. It is important. After 11 and 12, all bets are off for the brain because 13 and 14 then is going to be adolescence. And anybody that has an adolescent knows that there's not a whole lot of brain power going on then because the body is going through so much. But if they have been outside of school during that period, it's extraordinarily painful for them because this is a period where you're not a child anymore, you're trying to become an adolescent, and you need some mirrors. You need to be around your peers to figure out what in the heck this is. So it's very common for the 13 and 14-year-olds in this past year to be incredibly depressed because they can't do it right without feedback. They're, ham- they're harmed quite a bit by this lack of social connection. Let's suppose they were lucky enough to have had that with their peers, and now they're 15 to 16. Well, it's okay. It's an in-between year. The brain isn't going through radical changes, but it's a great, powerful practice year. So that would be a chance to get caught up on academics and do the work, and that isn't going to be so difficult at home as long as you have access to Internet and all of the skill-building skills and materials that you need. There is one more odd brain growth spurt we should mention. It seems to be happening between about 17 and 19 these days. Used to be that it would happen around 21 or 22. And that would be when people are just finishing college and they say, wait a minute, I think I get it. I can see the big picture. I see how different disciplines fit together. I can see how everything's going on. I want to go back to college now because they're able to do something we call systems thinking. This usually hits only about 20% of the population. It's possible, though, that that could be one of the strange beneficial side effects of the crises that we're facing. The crisis of COVID and being able to see all the impacts it's made, the crisis of climate change and all of the impacts it's made, and the economic issues and all of the impacts that's made. To think about those things, you have to think about systems. It isn't a simple black and white or if this, then that. Those, those skills, those brain patterns don't do the job. To really understand the complexity of life, we've got to build system skills. And we may see more and more of that. It's also a time when you can begin to do activism because you do feel a sense of urgency. I'll do a broadcast again on one of the ones on general systems thinking in two weeks. So I hope this is somewhat supportive for you. Um, It's been a tough time. Parents are concerned. 
some of you might have a kid that's 13 or 14 and terribly depressed and another 11-year-old who says I'm getting the best grades I've ever gotten. So what was going on? Part of it was what spurt were they in? Good luck with all of that. Thank you. Bye-bye. If you're enjoying these podcasts, I think you'll love my book, Original Mind Uncovering Your Natural Brilliance. It's available on Amazon and at embraceyourbrain.com.